This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, the final, final pitch for Twins Baseball in the 2022 season here on News Talk 830 WCCL. I'm your host, Henry Lake. Christopher Tubbs producing... And we'll get your reaction, your your phone calls, your takes. And I think that tonight's show um, is we can we can be more broad in terms of the conversation about Twins baseball. It doesn't have to necessarily just be about tonight's game, but just kind of put a uh, kind of recap our thoughts um, on the entire 2022 season, um, the expectations for this team. Uh, the disappointment in the way it shook out in the end, uh, maybe some of the highlights, some of the lowlights, just whatever you want to talk about. Uh, I'll be gladly taking those phone calls here at 651-461-9226. The Chicago White Sox tonight defeat the Twins 8-3. to Twins now with a record of 77-84. and And the White Sox are guaranteed to end the season with a 500 record or better. And that is not something that I thought would be the case back in June when the Twins were rocking it out and the the White Sox were a train wreck. And I was making fun of A.J. Pruszynski and and him making the comments in, what was it, in May that the, that the White Sox would win this division by 20 games, which cl- they clearly didn't. Um, I thought it was funny. Um, I mocked it. I ridiculed it. And it, it's, it, I ended up being right. Because it was no way that the Chicago White Sox was going to win the division by 20 games. They didn't win the division. They're not going to the postseason. The Twins aren't going to the postseason. That's how it ends up. But this is about the Twins and not about the White Sox. The Twins had a missed opportunity this year because I thought that the Twins, quite frankly, were going to be uh, a much more competitive team. I thought that they would be in the thick of it with with the White Sox, but throw all of that out the window. you got to give a lot of props, a lot of credit to the team that won in division, the Cleveland Guardians. The Cleveland Guardians fought from day one. And I think that everybody, for the most part, thought that the Cleveland Guardians were not for real until we got to August. And I'll say this. I think with Twins territory... And Twins fans specifically, I think that it got real. Like our, like it just got real moment. The, 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 what do the kids like to say now? The mess around and find out moment for Twins baseball was when we got swept. 
at Target Field. Don't you think that that was the moment, Chris? That was the moment where it hits you in the face that Cleveland isn't a fluke. It's not a joke. They are the best team in this division. I feel like when we – because remember we had that – we had the stars were aligning. You win that series, you're looking at either being ahead or They came in here and they got the sweep. That that was the, okay, we got punched in the face and we weren't ready for it. Yeah, I think that, you know, I don't know if it was a, you know, false sense of optimism for when the bullpen and Emilio Pagan, I think there was like, you know, the they lost like eight games or no, they lost five games and the bullpen was a part of all five of them. And I think we're like, okay, well, you just tweak your bullpen because, I mean, after the trade deadline, you make some changes, you move some guys around, and Cleveland came and and absolutely took it to you. And you look and you're like, okay, they've got Jose Ramirez in that lineup, but it's like, what else outside of that? It's you, You look at their lineup and it's just, it's so underwhelming but, but that's the reason why they flew under the radar all exa- year yeah, long, is it, what it, you just exactly. stated. Is that Francisco Lindor no longer there. Corey Kluber no longer there. Mm-hmm. Like all those name guys from a few years ago no longer in Cleveland. And so everybody kind of wrote them off. I'll be the first to admit, I didn't buy into their young guys being that great. Man, their young guys played their hearts out this year. They, they did. And I, I give a lot of credit, too, to Josh Naylor who had that awful ankle injury at Target Field, and you didn't know if he was going to be able to come back. And not only come back, but, I mean, he's been a, a massive part for that Cleveland offense. So I, I give you know Terry Francona, Tito, a ton of credit for getting that team to where it needed to be. Because you look at the – I mean, you know, we went into the season, Henry, and you mentioned that the White Sox were the heavy favorites. They won the Central – by 13 last year over Cleveland. They were the only team to finish over 500. So, I mean, naturally, you'd think that they're going to be the top dog coming in. And, I mean, Cleveland just played better than everybody else. I don't know that Cleveland is the most talented team, but Cleveland played the best baseball, and that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, Tonight's ball game against the White Sox, Josh Winder was the starting pitcher for the Twins, and it was rough. He went two and a third, gave up five hits, four earned runs, walked a batter, struck out two, 69 pitches in two and a third. That's that's rough. That's a rough goal. But Aaron Sanchez, he wasn't any better. Uh, he didn't throw near as many pitches, but he gave up <clears throat> pretty much the same amount of runs for the most part. Uh, he came in um, an inning in two thirds, three hits, four runs, three of them earned. Um, gave up the home run, the three-run home run on 33 pitches. That was the ball game. So the Whites, the Twins were never really truly in this. I know they had a one, one, uh, one nothing lead there in the second. Doesn't matter when you're giving up in just a span of two, three innings, eight runs. That's ball game. That's ball game. Yeah, especially on when they're when they're when they're starting pitcher on the other side of it is Lucas Giolito. Who, th- who goes seven innings, gives up just a couple of hits, um, a couple of earned runs, walked a couple of batters, four strikeouts on 91 pitches. He went a full seven. And just like Rocco said in the post game, Rocco said, man, offensively, couldn't do anything, could not get anything together. And that's just the, you know, the moral of the story. Yeah. And offensively, this team 
it seems like throughout the course of the year, Henry, they'll get off to a nice start and then they go dormant. Like you don't have anything from this lineup for maybe four or five innings. They don't have a chance to to build off it. And that's part of the frustrating part. I mean, you know, I, I you know, Chris Atterbury, he was kind of talking about the, you know, as they were circling the bases. And the teams that let their pitchers go deeper into games. All those teams are going to the playoffs. And I look at the Twins and I'm like, I just, there's some questions that I have about how these guys were managed. And then you want all of these positive vibes going into, into the offseason. Joe Ryan, great start to end the year. Bailey Ober, nice finish to the year. And then you're like, Josh Winder, you're like, man, you just, you wish that he could have gone out on a little bit better note. So he's got, you know, any sort of positive momentum that you can take going into the offseason. I got to be honest with you, and we can take phone calls on this too at 651-461-9226. I'm not trying to hate on my beloved twins. They're going to have to go out and get a couple of arms. They just are. Like, or, or, or the, if they don't do that, I think that they should at least go out and get one. Cause of course you're going to get Maeda back. Um, you're going to get, um, I'm blanking on his name. Um, Tyler Malley. Cincinnati Reds pitcher. Yep. Tyler yep, Malley. You're going to get Malley back. I, I like those guys. I really do. As, as long as knock on wood, the health is, is something that, and then we'll see what happens with, uh, uh, Paddock. I like the potential, let's just say that, the potential in terms of starters that they have that were not allowed to be able to be really good this year because of injuries. But forget about just potential. They need to add an arm that's going to be um, one that they can lean on. And at the end of the day, and I'm not trying to hate on Bailey Ober, I'm not sure that he's a consistent type. Winder, I don't see it right now. Like, I'm not saying that there's that those guys won't develop. I'm not saying that they won't be good pitchers. I'm not saying that they don't have a place in this organization. But I'm just talking about if we're talking about we're trying to contend next season, I don't think that we're contending with the Bailey Obers and the Josh Winders of the world. That's just me. I, I I think if you count on those guys though, maybe at the end of the rotation, because you've also got Sonny Gray coming back. No, I know that. So, he's, he's solidly in the rotation. Yeah, so Sonny Gray, yeah. Joe Ryan, Kenta Maeder, Maeder, Maeda, and uh, Tyler Malley. But uh, out of those, I, I think you got questions with Maeda. What is he going to be like coming back from Tommy John? You know, Tyler Malley, hopefully that shoulder just needed the rest. I, I think the two that you know for sure are Sonny Gray and and Joe Ryan, I do agree that that's why you go get another arm. Yeah, absolutely. But I think at the same time, going into the off season, and, and I don't know how you feel about this, Henry, but I feel like right now with those guys, they're sitting better now than they have in years past because they had to go out and get a, a Dylan Bundy or a Chris Archer or a Jay Happ or a Matt yeah, Shoemaker. I get I that. I, 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 get, I don't feel I get they that, have but, to do that now. I get that, but there's questions. That's what I'm speaking to. That's my entire point. Oh, you're making you're making my point for me. Is that there are question marks? We need to have somebody that's not a question mark. Mally question mark. Paddock question mark. Maeda question mark. And we know what Ma- Maeda is when healthy. But what I'm saying is, is we need another arm that we can trust. And that's the thing that I want to see here in this offseason. Hey, if you want to hop in, guys, six five one four six one nine two two six. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We're talking Twins baseball. Final pitch, the final, final pitch 
of the 2022 season here on The Good Neighbor. All right, Twins fall tonight, 8-3 to to the Chicago White Sox. Rough night for Josh Winder, great night for Lucas Giolito. Taking your phone calls here, the final, final pitch of the season because tomorrow uh, there will be no final pitch. Actually, I'm off tomorrow night, so no Henry Lake for tomorrow night. I'm back with you guys on Thursday. 651-461-9226, that is the phone number. I do want to get to something that I discussed earlier on the Lake Show. I'll mention it now and something that makes me happy. Um, first off, congratulations to Aaron Judge. He hit home run number 62 uh, this evening, the most by any American League player. And I know people will hate me saying this because uh, I love that that, that happened for him. Um, that is not the Major League Baseball home run record. It's just not. It's not. As, as, as much as I hated... Um, the juicing and all that stuff that happened years ago with McGuire and Sosa and Barry Bonds, right? Balco Lab uh, created. That's the record, unfortunately. It is. Whether we like it or not, and we can categorize and look and say who did this and who did what and who's natural and who's, who did it without performance enhancing drugs, th- that's fine. But unfortunately, in the record books, Barry Bonds' name is there. But this is an American League record. Is that no, no, count? no, no? That's what I'm saying. That, I, I, okay, but that's why I distinguish it. I I congratulate him for the American League record, which is 62. But when we talk about across the board in Major League Baseball, that's not the case. John Heyman tweets out tonight earlier that this is the real record. That's just not. That's just not true. You can't. You can't. You can't say that. It's. It's. It's to me. It's disrespectful to to even tweet that. As much. And I'm not a Barry Bonds fan. Not at all. Not a fan of the guy at all. But at the end of the day, he holds the record, whether we like it or not. It so is, congratulations yeah, to Aaron Judge on hitting 62. But the reason why I brought up Aaron Judge was because because of Aaron Judge, a lot of haters out there towards Luisa Rise. Luisa Rise pretty much cemented that he is going to win the American League batting title tonight with the single that he had in tonight's ball game. Now, after this uh, game finished off, Luisa Rise with a batting average of 315. He it rose to 316, had a couple of other at bats after that where he did not get a hit, but uh Luis Arise 315 and he will end up winning the batting top. So take that. To all the haters, Chris, to all the haters, oh he's ducking. He doesn't want to play. He's he's faking a hamstring. Take that. Yeah, so what what would we do to the Texas Rangers pitchers tomorrow? who may end up walking Aaron Judge. Let's say Luis Arise goes out there and he goes 0 for 4. Okay, and that average comes down to uh from 315 down to like I don't know 311. And That's not going to happen. And Aaron Judge hypothetically sitting there at 310, well guess what? If if he doesn't have any pitches to hit, you're going to be mad at the Rangers for you know not being able to give him pitches to hit. It's it's it's, it's crazy. It's nonsense. But I don't what are you alluding? What are you? What are you trying to say? You, what I'm, you think what, he, but no, what, what I'm saying is that people are mad at Luis Arise. Mm-hmm. So if Luis, because you know, is he ducking? Is he trying to sit? Hypothetically, yeah. Luis Arise goes out there, and worst case scenario again goes zero for four. Yeah. So then Aaron Judge needs to get pitches to hit. Well, what happens if he doesn't get any pitches that he can swing at? And then oh, you're saying then are you hating on the Rangers? Yeah, you hating on the Rangers. 
Like, yeah. I, I mean, is, is it the Rangers' fault that Aaron Judge didn't get, get the triple crown? It, it's it's like the, these casuals can place their anger because their beloved Yankees and, 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 and this, you know, iconic figure that this popular player is going to do something and this little old boy but from Minnesota is going to spoil But let's be it. honest, in the final game of the season, he can't catch him. I know, but you think it's you think you think it's pop- no, but even if the, but what I'm what I'm saying is is that I think that people hopefully people are and I and I get what you're saying because you're talking about delusional people. I hope that people are not delusional enough to 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 not get it that in the final day, the final game of the year, that one guy is going to catch another guy and he's essentially five 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 points, um, behind, yeah. five points behind i just don't that's not happening no i i know but but you know there's going to be some ridiculous For sure. there's going to be some ridiculous reason why people are going to hate Luisa rise and yep. going to say that somehow it's his fault that aaron judge didn't get this triple crown well because aaron judge at the end of the year he may have the second highest batting average in the american league according to rules that isn't the triple crown yeah and so i want to give um a tip of the cap to Luisa Rice because he's been a stud all year long, will continue to be a stud, and hopefully this will be one of multiple of several batting titles for one Luisa Rice. The other significant note that I want to get into um, just real quickly here before we head to our next break um, because we have highlights in the final segment of the show is that I'm just glad that Jose Miranda did not incur a significant injury this evening. Because of the uh, being the hit by pitch, um, ball kind of kicks up and it it hit him like near you know in the face or whatever. And it said and it sounds like according to Megan Ryan's Twitter that he's day to day. She she responded a little bit later. I guess we mean just day because they've only got one <laughs> more game left, right? But yeah, I mean that would have been a bummer, right? Jose Miranda uh, gets seriously hurt on the on the final or second to last game of the season and then you've got to deal with Jose Miranda going into the offseason with a major injury. That's not the case it sounds like. So uh you know we we dodged the bullet right there. Yeah, and that would have been a worst case scenario for the twins. You, you just want to get out of this win or lose, nobody hurt. You, you just you want to get into the offseason with the guys that you have on that roster 100% and go into the offseason not having anything major that you're going to have to deal with that's hanging over your head. Yeah, I was concerned for a second for for Jeffers because woof, when that went off his knee, and I know he got padding and all that, but man, those catchers, man, they're tough guys, dude. They're absolutely tough guys. He gutted it out and uh, he stayed in the ball game, but that was one where he was down for a minute. When, when, it, when initially, when the uh, when the ball kicked off and it and it fouled off of his uh his uh, knee, like the shin guard thing right there. He looked over at the at the uh, at the dugout immediately and was like, "Come here." <laughs> yeah. And you don't, you know what? Those guys are tough, man. When they do that, they're in serious pain. Yeah, they take a lot of. They take heat. a beating. They take a beating. Absolutely, they do. Yep. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. We'll take our final break. Come back and get into our final segment. Twins fall to Chicago White Sox eight to three. This is final pitch on the good night. All right, final segment. A final pitch here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Twins fall 8-3 tonight. I know it's been a frustrating last uh, month and a half for Twins baseball. Uh, the season didn't go how we expected it to go. But I do want to say this. Um, 
you guys know I enjoy sports. I enjoy the Twins. I enjoy the Wolves. I enjoy the the Vi- I love sports, and I am extremely thankful for well for me and Chris and everybody at CCO to have the opportunity to to talk about what we talk about on a daily basis and to observe these professional sports teams that we cover and and have this job and have this platform. Uh, I have a blast talking to you guys about the about all the games, the away games. Uh, the game's on Matt Target Field, and I'm in the the press box there, and I'm in my booth, um, watching the um, watching the team play, getting an opportunity to rub shoulders with the Tony Olivas of the world. It just the Jim Cots. It, it's 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 a lot of fun, and so when I get an opportunity to interact with you guys on a nightly basis here on Final Pitch, it's greatly appreciated. I don't take it for granted. I just wanted to put that out there because I I love the people that call into this show. I love having a conversation back and forth. We agree, we disagree on things with the Twins, but at the end of the day, we're all Twins fans. I think that we all are all Twins fans, right? And so we have a lot of fun with that. Karen in Northeast, um, Kelly Manton in Maple Grove, all all the different people that call consistently that are part of the show. Um, I dig it. I love it. I, I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, speaking of Kelly Manton in Maple Grove, let's go to her right now. On on final pitch, hey Kelly, it's been a blast uh, talking to you all year long here on final pitch. You you are always the first caller, so I appreciate that. Oh, thank you. And you know what you told? Uh, I remember when I heard you say that you treat um you treat uh the listeners like family. That makes me feel like I'm like sugar. I feel like I'm like oh. sugar when you when you you see, you, you, when you, you are you are you are like family you are like family we we talk a lot <laughs> we talk almost every night so uh, so so uh, yeah I feel like I'm like sugar I feel like I'm like a like a sugar on a cereal <laughs> I hear you I hear you well what do, what do you got for us tonight on on Twins baseball yeah uh, so yeah you know when you're talking about Louise arrives. Yep. I hope that they don't uh, badmouth, because just like you were talking about Carlos Correa, is that are they going to do Luis Arise just like they do Carlos Correa? And then it, that doesn't make uh, that doesn't make any sense. You know, I, I got you. I yeah, that. no, no. No, I think I think I think Kelly. What it is is all it is is that I think that I think that fans across Major League Baseball, the landscape of Major League Baseball, have said here in the last few weeks that they are Aaron Judge fans and that they want to see Aaron Judge do something special because you don't see it a lot in terms of the Triple Crown and all that. And so I I think it's more about yeah. they're rooting for Judge than they're rooting against um, Luisa Rice. You get what I'm saying? Um, yeah, and 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 yeah. You know, you've never heard of a triple crown. I've never heard of a a triple crown, but it yeah, would you be. Have. A, you know, it would be a magical moment, but you know, sometimes those magical moments uh, may or may not happen. You know, it's like that song from Princess Diaries: "Miracles happen once in a while." <laughs> yeah. So, all right. All right. Well, th- we thanks. Make- thanks for the phone call. Thanks for the phone call from Kelly Madsen and Maple Grove. Look, I I don't know if I I don't know how you would describe it, Chris, but I described it as I think that there are more people kind of rooting for um, 
Aaron Judge than were rooting against Luis Arise. Yeah, there were clearly people fair. rooting against him, but I think that that's how I would describe the situation. But I, I just got to be fair and just going ahead and putting this out there. I'm not against rooting for somebody to get the Triple Crown, but I don't feel like I got to see it right now when our guy is in the lead batting, uh, batting average-wise. You know why? Mickey did it a few years ago. Yeah. Like, it's, it's it's not like it's been 30 years since somebody won the triple. Like, Miguel Cabrera won it in, what was it, two, was it 2013 or 14? Uh, I'll have to go back and check. But you did, you did make an interesting point where th- we do want to see history, but we don't want to see it at the expense of our guy. And Luis Arise is our guy. So it's essentially anybody that's cheering for Aaron Judge – we're like, well, if you're cheering for Aaron Judge, then you're cheering against Luis Arise. I mean, that, I think that's the way that people feel. And that's why I think fans right now are just like, well, forget about it. Let's go, Luis. You know? So yeah. I think yeah. that's kind of the way that I take it. All right. Let's go to Sue and Victoria. You're on final pitch. Hi, Henry. How are you, Sue? Just fine. I want you to know that I am a, uh, a real. Big Twins fans. I probably watch 90% of the games. And then I listen to you, which I really enjoy. Sometimes I agree with you. Sometimes I disagree with you. But that's okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> that is okay. So I, hey, I, pre- so, I, I appreciate you calling and listening, and I, and I appreciate you're a diehard. Yes, definitely. And I figured I better call tonight because I think this is my last opportunity. Yeah, to call. it is. It is. Okay. So I was thinking... Recently, what would be a good word to describe this 2022 season? And so I came up with, well, many words, but I did pick the word terrible. <laughs> do you agree with me? Um, yeah. Do I think that this... Uh, yeah. That's mm. the word that I picked. But, uh, but Yeah, terrible... I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say terrible. Just based off of what Luis was able to do in itself, he's going to be the batting champion in terms of the batting no, average. I agree. Uh, batting and t- I hope yeah. he is. Yeah. Right. But but beyond but, but but I guess I guess beyond that, I would say um um I would say frustrating. That's a good word too. But this is what I did then, Henry. I took each letter of the word terrible. And then I kind of summarized it as to what happened this season. Okay. And I wonder if you will agree with me. Okay, let's listen. Okay. So for T, I said it was a terrible bullpen. Agreed. Okay. And then for E, I said errors plentiful. Yep, agreed. Oh, my. And then I said for R, a revolving door of players. Like tonight, there were a couple. I thought, where did Agreed. they come from? Agreed. I agree. I agree on all three points so far. Okay, and then my next R was the roster needs a complete overhaul. Mm. Now that doesn't mean every player. Okay, I got work. you. Agreed. Agreed. Okay, I inconsistent play. No question. B blowing saves. Agreed. There were a lot. L, lack of discipline. Agreed. E, extra innings, can't compete. Um, I, I, got, I, gotta, I, gotta, I, I, I think you checked every box. 
I think yeah. I'm going going by the way that you just laid out, terrible. Mm-hmm. I can agree yeah. with all of those points because when we talk about the bullpen at the start of it, even starting with Emilio Pagan and him having his struggles, and then oh, we my. started even when we added in guys at the trade deadline, those guys didn't kick in and and and, and take care of business. Actually, Lopez is going to be back on the squad next year, and I'm. I'm terrified when he comes into ball games right now. So, well, so, so the inconsistency, the taking advantage of of how many games this year did we watch when we had so many runners that we stranded early in games and it ended up biting us in the butt later in the, in the baseball games. And then you, there was another point that you made about the extra inning games. We couldn't win any oh. of those games. It felt like it That's felt like correct. every That's every correct. time that we got to an extra inning game, we were doomed to to, to lose that game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that um, all of these will be taken care of next year and it will be a great season. I truly enjoy listening to you. I hope you'll be back next year. I'll be back for sure. Oh, good. Now, 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 Sue, I'm not going anywhere. You just got to transition with me from Twins into Timberwolves. That's all you got to do. That's true. You're a big Timberwolf guy, aren't you? (laughs) Yes, I am. Yes, I am. (laughs) Well, anyway, great talking to you and... See you and hear you next year. All right. Thank you so much, Sue. A, a, have, a, have an awesome winter. Um, I look forward to chatting with you next season. Great. Thank you so All much. Right. And you too. All right. Take care. Where, where, Chris, where's Sue been my whole life? Sue's awesome. I, I mean, I mean she, she's just break. She, she said terrible. And I was like, ah, I'm not ready. Then when she laid out what <laughs> terrible was. She broke it geez. down. I mean, and, and the thing is, like, Everything was well thought out. It was yes. articulate, and I'm like, she checked all the boxes. She did. I agree with every single point that she made. Sue's, <laughs> su- see, I see, see this, see, Sue's got me a little frustrated now because now I'm in love with Sue from it's, Victoria, and, and it's and the end of the year. It's the end it, of the it's season. It's the end of the year. Yeah. Sue's been hiding. See, I, I th- this this is that this is something to look forward to in 2023, though, right? Like, but, but now, see, you, now you this know, is you the know deal. Sue, you know Sue is out there, though. And this, now, this this is the thing. What? I know that Sue is out there. Yeah, Sue has no excuses. So when we, you know, get ready for the next season, by the way, Sue, you know, you can dive in on some basketball takes too. I mean, th- that type of analysis you just gave in that last in in this past phone call, you can give that on Timberwolves. Uh, that on was, the that was season dynamite. Two. That was dynamite. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take it all. Or you Vikings. <laughs> we'll take it with the Vikings. I think the Vikings are going to give us plenty to talk about as well. But no, that that was um, that was an awesome phone call. Call more often, Sue. But she was right. There were so many things that went wrong for this team, and we didn't even factor in the injuries. Yeah, it, it, exactly. I mean, I mean, she she kind of did. She addressed it, but we didn't specifically get to it because she talked about the revolving door and how many people there were, and that's part of it. That revolving door included all those injuries. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, I think one thing you don't want to do is look at the injuries and be like, "Well, that's the one reason why we didn't have the season that we had." Well, I, even if you wouldn't have had those injuries, you still would have had to have players, you know, come through at certain times of the year. So. Everything has got to click for you to have one of those really magical seasons, and it it missed more than it actually clicked this year. Yep. All right, so this is what we're going to do. Um, we have highlights, and we do have some post-game reaction, um, but I'm going to switch it up, Chris. Um, there's only one highlight that I care about. Okay. There's only one, and that was the Luisa Rice hit in the top of the third, his, uh, his one hit of the night. And the pitch, line drive, left center field, get down, it will, base hit. There you go, Luis Arise. All right, so that was the highlight that we'll get to. Because it was the 8-3 ball game and we didn't we didn't do anything and all the other highlights essentially 
our White Sox highlights. I don't think the Twins fans want to hear the White Sox highlights. So let's get to the postgame reaction after losing 8-3. to Luis Arise, will he play on Wednesday? And the pitch. I don't know. Uh, I think it's early, but uh, I'll be available. For me, I'll be available for play tomorrow. So I just go there and enjoy my last game. So I just want to finish strong. All right, he wants to finish strong. He'll be available if asked to play. Uh, this is Luis Arise talking about uh, Aaron Judge. And then he hit a homer. I'm happy for him because he, he got an amazing year, you know. Everybody everybody can do that like, like what he do. So I know Judge had... I meet him in the All-Star game, and then he's an amazing guy. He's, he's a humble guy. He just works hard, and then I, I want to say something to him. He just can continue to play like that, and he be like the best like he do this year. And then 62 home, I want to say congratulations to him. He's amazing. That's awesome, man. Hey, look, you're talking about one humble guy talking about another humble guy. And Aaron Judge. And I've never met Aaron Judge, but that's how he comes across, too, is, is an extremely humble individual. Uh, how do you feel, Luis? feel better. feel better. But I uh, feel like 70 or 80%. But uh, I'm happy because I, I play tonight. So if I play, I'm happy. So I enjoy today that day. And then I'm sad because we lose. But I hope we win tomorrow. Yeah. I love Luis Arise. Been an awesome dude. All right, uh, let's hear from uh, manager Rocco Baldelli. Uh, quite frankly, Rocco, just talking about the season hasn't gone as planned. Feels like a tragedy because we have the players here and the ability and everything that we felt like we needed to get where we needed to be, to get to, to be a playoff caliber team. We played five months of competitive base. It wasn't all perfect, but we played five months of good, competitive baseball we grinded it out we got ourselves to a good spot going into september and then a lot of things went the wrong way and some of them maybe we could affect some of them maybe there was not much we were going to be able to do to get ahead of it all of that we will evaluate all of that we need to get ahead of so we don't experience something like this again here is rocco talking about louis arise what we saw today from louis is what he's capable of. He's far from a healthy player, but he wants to play. He wants to be out there. You know, we saw him put a couple of decent swings on the ball. You know, he gets a hit. He's not going to be flying around the bases at this point, to say the least. So anyone that wants to watch a baseball game and uh, watch a guy, you know, competing for a batting title right now, you can tune in tomorrow. And uh, I anticipate him being in the lineup tomorrow. We'll have to check on him physically, but we'll see what the morning holds. All right, last but not least, just a quick update on star rookie Jose Miranda. So I think he's he seems to be doing okay. He got a thorough evaluation when he got inside. Uh, everything came back positive. He had a little bit of a maybe a fat lip initially. That kind of you could see that right away. And it's a little it's a little frightening when you know you start taking anything you know any kind of shot like that to the face. But luckily, he seems like he's all right. All right, so that's going to wrap up the uh, the final pitch, uh, the final final pitch of the 2022 uh, season. Uh, it's been a blast. Unfortunately, we're not headed to the postseason, but uh, such is life. Uh, we have to deal with it. Uh, but it's been a lot of fun. I'm honored to do this show. I'm happy to do this show. I love chatting with each and every one of you, and I look forward to it uh, next season. All right, that's going to wrap up final pitch here on The Good Neighbor. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.